Hello. Uh, since uh, the last uh, episode where I got the the mark of uh, God when God was visiting me here, uh, there is some people that ask me why I got it, uh, and. Uh, and then there's also people that laugh about me, whatever I say, and say I'm a feminist. And I am not a fem feminist, I have never been. But they say that and laugh. And uh, But I'm used with, uh, with these evil people that People that don't understand, they don't know. They, 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 they use one of the worst things that the devil have done to to this planet is to uh, give people those phones because we that have. Uh, real computers we ha we have a more overview what's going on on the internet but those with telephones they are like they are like in a frame and don't see uh, in, in the same way that we that working I work as a web designer I I need to have a real uh, screen. I have uh, one. Uh, it's uh, I think it's thirty six inch uh, screen, and I get the problem with it because so much things are made for for phones only today, and uh, they don't think. Uh, those technical people, they don't think that people sit with uh, real computers, stationary computers, uh, and get a bigger view of everything. So those people, they uh, with a telephone, they never go in to get those uh, real information. Uh, that uh, is important in information. So I understand that they laugh at me because they think that it's me just saying it just now, today. I have started this for, uh, for maybe one year. So I need to tell you more about it. Uh, the, and some few of you have really uh, get into know me, so this is more a repeating for you, but it maybe uh, will come more information because it's so much. It's very hard to to describe. Uh, 69 years life and uh, so I 
this it started when I before I was born my mother she was 42 years old and she have already a son and a daughter adopted daughter and a biologic son so she didn't want to have one more kid because it was enough and it was like a status to show up two kids because my father was a manager for an insurance company and so it was most they want to have kids to show up that they were a perfect family when they weren't perfect so my mother she didn't know that she was pregnant she was thinking I'm so old so that's why the bleeding started to, to stop. So she thought it, it, it was over for her to, to be fertile. So, so it didn't. It goes some months and she told me that one day when they have party in in their home and uh, she was drinking and uh, and suddenly she had to uh, run out and because they were in our summer house uh, and uh, she ran out uh, to puke to throw up and uh, when she uh, standing there and threw up she felt how her stomach it's turn around and kicking and she know what it was because my brother she have carried my brother in her womb to two years two and a half years earlier so she knew she was pregnant again and uh, she go to the doctor she have told me this and many times have she told me and she go to the doctor and the doctor say that it's too long gone you are in the fifth month he counted it and my mother laughs sometimes joke about it that the doctor had say that if i have knew that because my brother come in a c-section and uh, the doctor say if i have knew that you should be pregnant again i should have put in a zipper in your stomach he's he joke about it so my mother told me these things so uh, uh, god hide me so i was not killed because if if it had been earlier, she was had an abortion, so that was the first thing God did, and um, 
and then uh, when I was eight years old, I, I have many visions. Uh, one special vision was that I saw myself in a thick book, and as it have turned into that, no one, no one uh, want to help me to be spread all over the the world to know me. Uh, so that book, I think it was the book of life that I saw the vision of. Uh, but uh, my life is not over, so there can be a dictionary there where my name is. But as it looked like today, does it look like like it was the book of life I saw. And um, and when I was 16 years old, one, six, 16, teenager, when I was 16 years old, I had a job and uh, I was to the hospital and uh, with a little girl I took care of. And... Uh, when I sit by myself in the waiting room and the girl uh, was into the doctor uh, and the nurse had taken care of her and I sit in the waiting room and uh, when I come, uh, had coming in to the hospital I it was a girl sitting in a in a room, in a bed, in a room that was in, uh, she was about my age. And uh, she was saying in Swedish, because I live in Sweden, uh, goodbye, hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye, hello. She was sitting and uh, I, of course, I... I'd be shocked and look in into the room and the nurse that uh, come to take care of that little girl she said to me that don't be worried about uh, that she sit and say like that because she can't walk so she can't walk out here so you don't, she sit and say that these words the whole day long but she can't come out so don't be worried about her she said and when I I was sitting in the waiting room I heard very 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 clearly God his voice that I recognize later on then uh, when he have talking to me and more times but it was very clear and very very commanding and he said that I should go into that girl and the girl was sitting on her bed and said come in come in she said to me and I and it was so strange because I was not frightened or 
I was not thinking that this girl can't speak. I was not thinking about that because I was in in some of state of mind, and I think it was like it's, I was in the spirit. So I I was not thinking worldly. So I went into her and and she said to me, and today I I can't I don't know if she was moving her her mouth or. Or it was someone else in the room that was talking. She was by herself in in the room. But if it was a spirit that was talking instead of her, that I don't know. Uh, Because I I was in this spirit way. So I I was not thinking about details about the worldly details so and she say that um, take your hand on my head and feel that I don't have any skull and she have no bones it was like a jelly uh, that attach and um, and she said that I have been in a car accident and my parents died. And, and she said very sadly that, not crying, but sadly that I, now I am alone. I have no one in the world, she said. And, uh, and I, I heard outside the room that the nurse come and with a little girl they were ready for me to take that little girl so I went out from the room and uh, on the halfway to meet the nurse and take that little girl the nurse suddenly uh, the paper flow out from her hands she was screaming uh, and said, it can't happen, it can't happen, it's it's a miracle, it's a miracle. She was screaming, very shocked. And the doctor nurse from other rooms come and, and wondering what what's going on. And uh, I took that little girl and uh, some of the papers she had left in her hands and... Um, and I turned around and then I saw that that girl that couldn't walk. She she come walking out from her room. And but I was not thinking that wow this have I done to her because that voice was talking to me and uh, I know it was my hand when she said I should hold my hand on her skull. That was the healing. But I didn't know that in that time. And I was... That I feel still today when I do healing on people. That 
I don't feel like it's me that do the healing. So I don't didn't stand there. I took that little girl and then I walk away from the hospital. And um, and then I then in uh, two thousand year two thousand I. I I had very much on me from the devil, and uh, devil in the spirit way and devil in the worldly way because my husband was very bad man, and uh, I I had hard uh, because uh, my husband uh, I marry him in Texas. And he was on his his boss's wife, so he'd be kicked out from his job. He'd be fired because he had sex with with the manager's wife, and uh, he didn't got any job. He was uh, a little disabled. He have only one leg, and. Uh, so it was hard for him to get the job, and so I said to him that it's in Texas. We were in Texas. I said to him that it's good for you that you are married to a Swedish woman, because in Sweden they don't let us walk homeless. In Sweden we always have a home, but it's. It was for 10, uh, 1998 and today is it different because now today people can be homeless in Sweden also. Uh, but in that time no one was homeless and especially when disabled also. So we have to move to Sweden and I be so very disappointed because I was so happy to marry in Texas. I was thinking that my daughter should be American citizen and go to the school in America and have another life, another start. And then he did these stupid things to have sex with his boss, wife and and we were on our way to be homeless. So we have to move back to Sweden and we get an apartment the same day. We were never out from, out on the street. We were in a real home. Uh, and, uh, but then he be, I was, it was good that I, 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 had, I was a manager for the people that rent apartments in, uh, in the city, and I was a manager for taking care of the computer, uh, L A A N LAN, um, what it's called in that time. Uh, the line for the whole city hall. I was 
the, the boss there uh, because I know very much about computers and um, and I uh, and I wanted uh, as I was like a celebrity uh, famous <laughs> in uh, in our city was I also that I could help my husband to get one leg, to get two legs. So I talked to to the hospital for my husband and and asked him, asked them if they he could get if they could help him to get a leg. So he was in the hospital to get the surgery on his leg. He he was drinking very much. He, he was drinking more than one liter vodka every day, and he do some drugs in Sweden and and in America, of course, also. And uh, in the hospital, he was flirting with the nurses uh, that some of our friends told me uh, that what he did. And they say, so he ordered pizza from the nurse and uh, they come with a wine bottle to him in the hospital when he should be clean because of a big surgery and they they could create a, a leg for him because he was he had a leg that he couldn't use that was only hanging and the, the doctor in the United States they have uh, left the knee uh, he had a knee so that helped to could do a metallic uh, pipe a bone inside his leg and and put it together with the knee and, and up to his hip so he could bow the leg and uh, they also did uh, the leg longer because not been used for many years the leg was so much shorter but so they uh, they stretch it out for him and then did the surgery so it ended up that he he could dance, he could bicycle, he could run with with two legs, and, and I had did it for him, but he never thanked me for it. He take it for granted that women should serve him, and it was. A little sad about him because he had laying in the hospital as a child for 
many months and uh, and be spoiled of the nurse there so he know how to do it with his nurses and um, and when they should do the surgery on him the doctors say that we have to uh, be a little attention to what we are doing here we have to be careful they say it was 90 uh, it was uh, 99 2000 uh, and so it was much about AIDS and HIV and uh, the doctor shocked me when he said that we have to be careful because he have HIV and I didn't know that he have not told me or else I have never married him I didn't want to have HIV or AIDS uh, but he didn't say it to me. But the doctor thought I knew it. And that I I suppose he was thinking I had it also as I was married to this man. So I'd be very, very shocked. And everything, the floor <laughs> went... Uh, was gone under my my feet. I was really, really shocked. And uh, it was so hard to think that I have maybe uh, uh, make my daughter get HIV or AIDS. And, um, and uh, he... Uh, my husband, he died uh, 2016 in AIDS. He got AIDS and died. And um, yeah, people say he had cancer also. So people don't don't uh, die of AIDS. It's complication of AIDS. Uh, together with AIDS, they they die. So he smoked very much. He went up up, up in the nights and smoke. So it maybe can have happened that he had he died in cancer and AIDS. And um, so everyone, everything was so bad. So everything had going wrong for me. And uh, so I'd be, I'd be sick. I know now how it feels when, when people want to make suicide because I wanted to do suicide. And uh, it's not thinking really clear. Uh, it's not uh, thinking rational uh, of the situation. It's, uh, you are uh, like mental sick. But it's, uh, it's a hard word to say mental sick. But, but it's, you can't think 
clearly when you make up your mind to make a suicide. And it's so sad because of that. Uh, so I I had the plan to... Uh, we live just at the, at the harbor. And so I was thinking I, I'm going down in the water and kill myself. And uh, my husband had... Uh, taken a flight to Texas so he was not home and uh, and I uh, my daughter and I was alone in the home and my daughter felt it also that it was something it was like wind in in our apartment uh, and we had no windows open. And it was like someone touched us uh, in on the side of the face. And, and one night my daughter wake up and was crying. And she never was crying. Uh, but this morning she was very crying. She was upset. She, she had hard to go to the school. So I wonder what's wrong with you, I said to my daughter. And she said that I dreamed this night that I was out from this planet. And I was seeing it was fire in the horizon of, of the planet. And I was thinking that I maybe never could come back to our our planet on earth again she say and when she say that i'd be so very happy and i didn't i don't i didn't know what it was why i was so very happy that she had this dream and it was like I touched the spirit again. And uh, and then one day when, uh, when we were at home and we have just moved uh, from Texas to Sweden. And uh, we and we have no picture. I had picture with me in Texas, but we never took it back to Sweden so I said to my daughter one day that we we should make a picture to hang up on the walls I said to her and I didn't know God I have not been in a church for a longer time or little uh, but I never so I had Jesus picture in my mind I didn't have that I was clean in my brain and um, and I, I I said to my daughter uh, like laughing like a joke it was not serious I said to her I don't know what to drawing but I am going to close my eyes and 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 see what 
God will give me, I say. Uh, it was like I, I believe in God, but I didn't believe in God. But, but in some way, I I was thinking God. So I know today that I, it was spirits around me. That affected me, and uh, and then I make a, a drawing. And my daughter say, "What what have you, what have you painting?" She say to me, "It was water paint." And um, she was sitting on the other side of the table, so I turn around the the picture, and uh, then I told her, and and that was the first time I really felt I was in the spirit. And uh, I was saying to my daughter, I have make a high mountain. This is the highest mountain on earth, Himalaya mountain. And there on that mountain will I be, I say. I, I knew my future without knew it. And... Uh, I say that I'm going to be up in the highest mountain. It was not for real, of course. I was 48, so it was not real for me and with no condition at all to climb mountain. It was symbolic. And uh, I said to her that I'm going to stand on the highest mountain and Himalaya is the highest and where you can come so close to heaven as you can and without leaving the planet that's the closest to heaven and I will be there one day I say to her and uh, I never knew what should happen because then uh, then I I waited for her to go to bed. My husband was away, and he my husband had coming back from Texas, and he was in the hospital, and my daughter and I was by ourselves. And I was waiting for my daughter to fall to sleep, and then I should go out and, and go out in the water, and leaving only a paper behind that I have done it. And I didn't know God, so that was a solution for me. Uh, no, not knowing God. So. Uh, uh, th- that evening, it was really storm inside the, our home, and uh, and my daughter and I say it was a ghost. We didn't know. We thought it was like ghost, evil ghost, like in the movies. And and my daughter say I I am going to 
on the internet and look what to do to could speak with these ghosts <laughs> and uh, and she find out and we we burn herbs and then we put five candles it was one in the middle that was the main candle and then four on the side of it so it was in the center and then we had a light burn it and uh, and uh, we were so scared about those ghosts so we have the the light on in the whole house and and we sit down in the living room and wait for those ghosts to come and talk to us and we sit and wait and not talking only wait and wait wait and uh, then suddenly uh, when I was on my way to say to my daughter no it doesn't work we have been sitting for a long 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 time I don't know how long maybe half hour like that and as uh, I was on my way to say no it doesn't work but uh, then uh, I saw a, a little girl coming in in the air and she looked like a native American Indian North American Indian and uh, she with her with this braid hair black braid hair and I say to my daughter I see a Indian girl coming and then suddenly after some second I knew no I say to my daughter no it's me as a child I had braid hair and my father he was very much into singing and he used to sing for me when I had this braid hair and he was singing and then I start to sing for my daughter. I want to have a little girl with braid hair. And uh, when I when I was singing my father come. My father had passed away nineteen seventy and uh, he come uh, I didn't see him he was I only heard his voice and and they, it confirmed in what he was talking to me about that it was he and he asked me to forgive him for what he had done to me as he died when I was 17 years old and he asked me forgive him for not being there for me to not be a father for me and uh, and then it come some more spirits uh, and uh, all of them asked me to forgive them for what they have done 
to me in my life. And I'm so happy to know it today that I say to them that I have forgiven you because I know that that in the heavenly court they have told these spirits that if your if uh, I if I could forgive them they are also be forgiven in the court heavenly court so I'm I'm very happy thankful that I could help them to come into to heaven and uh, then if you have listen on other episodes some I I don't know what episode it was when they talking about this the spirits come and talking about this of how how important it is to forgive those that have hurt you because that make them get easier to come into heaven and you don't want people to to not come to heaven you know that they change when they come to heaven so they are not like they were on the planet uh, when they live in this world uh, so uh, so why should we left them behind by not forgive them uh, I am not good to, to talk talk about it because they they say it in a different way I know that many things that is me that is talking but uh, when the spirits coming I am in the spirit also, so it's not me. I only tell you what they are saying to me. And they say it in a different way from what I am saying. You can, some of you can tell that it's different voices that uh, it's not the it can be my voice but i say it in a different way than what i normally saying and and i i know that i find words easier in when i am a spirit and only talk to what they are telling us so uh, some of you, I have got some message that some of you believe in that God is talking to me and the spirits also. And you are not frightened about spirits. So uh, when there was a man, suddenly I saw a man standing in my room and he looked like like uh, Jesus first I was thinking for many many years until now 
first some months ago. I understand it was a higher priest that was standing in the corner. But I, in the corner of my, my room, and uh, and uh, because I know, I know better who they are, and uh, Jesus is not the one that have white hair and white beard. Uh, they, those highest priests, I have met them. I have been up to heaven, and I have met them, and they are at least six, six higher priests with white hair and white beard. So it's not only one person; they are at least six uh, highest priests in heaven. And so it was one of them that was standing in a corner. It was not Jesus, as I was thinking. And um, and I have met Jesus in heaven, and and he have he is in his thirties. He is uh, have color in his hair, and bard. Um, so. When this uh, higher priest uh, left the room, he left behind someone a presence of uh, energy that was talking to me. And it was God that was talking to me. And uh, I standing there, yeah, I sit or stand in, in the room and uh, it felt like I was standing. And um, he was talking to me and he was talking about my future. Those uh, spirits that have been before he come, they have talking about my childhood, what was in the past. But... This big voice that I recognize was the same voice that was talking in the hospital. He, he told me about my future and I was, no, never that I will do that. Things that he is saying. And uh, today I have done everything what he had told me that I should do in the future. I was thinking, uh, I have all the, I have my great job. I have a big apartment. I, I am a manager. I have two kids and I was married. And never that I going to leave everything behind. But I did it. Only two, three months later on, I, it was in August, God come and talked to me. And he, I knew it was God because he was talking about Abraham and Sarah. That He said that he had been talking to Abraham and Sarah. He said that. And that's, I know since then 
that uh, it was not Jesus that was talking to me. It was God, Elohim, or whatever you have for a name for the highest in heaven. It was he that was talking. He, he have, he, I didn't see any body. It was not a man. It, it was a spirit that was talking to me. That was God. Because I recognized God. I knew it. My spirit in me told me that this is God that is talking to me. And uh, I said, I talked to God and he answered me. And, uh, and then uh, I left everything. I left everything, every, every comfort I had. I left. And this is something... People have left before, but not in that way that I left. I only bought me a flight ticket to United States. I knew that I should go to fly to back to United States, and uh, I didn't took anything with me. I didn't had any work permit in United States. I didn't even sign out from Sweden. People didn't know that I was gone from Sweden because I had not signed out for the tax taxes for example and all the things that needs to be done if you're leaving the country. And so I I fly to Seattle and then uh, I come to Chicago and then I go down fly down to to uh, Florida I don't know how I I come to do this uh, I know I I get help to fly to Chicago f- for from that man that I live with in Christmas time. And then I left him for to fly to Florida. And then I was down all the way down to West Palm Beach. And then up and then I come to Virginia State, Virginia Beach, without any money. And uh, I get uh, jobs, but uh, I get only for some week. And then I had to go. Uh, uh, and they used me so very much uh, in work. Uh, and they hire me, and sometimes I didn't get any money from my work. And, and they did many things and uh, I was only uh, concentrate me for to survive in United States because I have never been so 
low down in so I I was homeless. I have never been homeless. I have never been out of money. I didn't know I I didn't know how to get food to eat and not what how to get a bed or get any clothes. I didn't know and I dream. I have nightmares that I lost my teeth and I was thinking if I lost my teeth what what should I do? I, I have no money to go to the dentist and if I be sick I, I don't have the money for the doctors but then I, I come to to know how to do it with all these health things and um, but but in this uh, first first year in United States uh, I get um, uh, psoriasis because of of uh, I was so scared I was really scared to death before I start to learn the society in this I knew the society from Texas but that's when I have a home and and money coming in and because I was a web designer in Texas I did some job there and got much money and um, but my husband never helped me to get a green card or to get a work permit so I was working under the table and so I couldn't couldn't help with money when when he be fired so that's uh, what I have done and uh, why I get the mark on the forehead of God it's because I have obeyed what God have told me to do. The first, the first uh, time going to United States, that was in the spirit. Uh, I move. It, it, I was taken to, to United States. If I had not been taken. I should have been staying with my husband and my work and my home and my country. I had not left everything, uh, but I, I, I was taken in the spirit. So I go to United States, and then, uh, then uh, when I come back from United States, I was very sick. I had to. It took me some years to to be okay again, and then uh, 2011, God told me that I should go to Israel. So I I w- I didn't know how to make the money to could go to fly take a flight to to Israel and. And have a hotel. Uh, the flight is is not so expensive, but to stay in ho- hotel, 
in Israel is very expensive. They love money in Israel. So, but in in some ways, uh, it's a, a long story, so I don't. It's in an episode, so you can listen at it. But God, when He He tell you to do something, I tell you this that I learned from God how He is. If God wants you to do something, He makes sure that you have money for to could do it. But this only if it's if you work in God's will, not your own will. But if you work in God's will and He have called you to do something, He makes sure that you get the money to could do it. He did it for my first flight to Israel, and then. 2013, I he told me to go to Israel again, and 2016 he said go to Israel, and all them, uh, all these three times in, to Israel, he he gave me money in the this supernatural way to to do it that only God can do it. So and then, to, uh, I I don't know now yet. Uh, Two thousand thirteen, I was in Kenya in Africa, because he called me to Africa, and I was there in three weeks, in in Kenya and lived with most poor people in Africa, and I saw how they lived their life and how much lie there is very much they they fool us to to give them money it's only money for them the whole time and uh, and the money is going before god for them they they pretend to be very much into God, but it's money they are into in the first place. So, uh, so uh, God showed me what's going on in Africa, and He have shown me what's going on with people. And then one one night He called me to go to Portugal, and. Uh, and there I was very close to be killed of the Catholic church I was in. Uh, Portugal, I was wondering why should I go to Portugal. But uh, in, in Portugal is it very much Catholic church. It's though they have small, small, small churches of other other belief systems, but it's the Catholic, Roman Catholic Church that is the biggest. And I was very close to be killed in inside the Catholic Church. But I, 
I heard from God, uh, uh, not God, but the, those spirits that is with me, that I should take another way. Uh, and I survived. And um, so, and then I was, the last time I was abroad, it was, I was to United States to, I was down to Utah, Salt Lake City, because 2016 in Israel, when I was in Jerusalem, God was telling me that I should do my DNA. And I, I, I'm wondering why he wanted me to do a DNA. I was Swedish. And I thought I was only Swedish. And, um, but I did it. Because I obey what he's saying. I don't think about... Uh, no, why should I do it and then I don't do it? I do it, even if I don't know why. And uh, and it show up that that uh, I belong to Jesus' line, to David and everything in Israel, on my mother's side and and on my father's side. I'd be surprised that uh, both my parents was connected to Israel and my in my father's lineage is it mostly rabbis uh, rabbi uh, highest priests uh, that is in his lineage so he is very much Jewish but then on my mother's side it was going down also to Jesus and uh, that she she was royal and uh, and uh, I am connected with with the uh, English uh, royals and all royals in in Europe and I didn't know that but God wanted me to know it and uh, it's uh, make me feel more powerful and those uh, spirits that is to coming and talking to me they f feel that I don't need a family here on earth because I have my family in heaven and then have I been up to to heaven sometimes I I do I can't say how many times I have been up to heaven, but but many times, and uh, and I uh, have met those spirits in heaven, and then uh, in heaven they look like uh, normal people, uh, not uh, like they look like when they are here because I don't see them clearly here but in heaven I see them clearly and so why God placed 
a mark in my forehead. That is the question. Why did he do it? I and I, I answer it in in the spirit. I was in the spirit when he did it, and uh, it was about protection to to the the spirits know each other, and the evil spirits know also who is a spirit of God and who is belong to the the devil and he he knows now that I belong to God because I have the mark in the forehead and uh, and why God did it uh, with the mark it's because I obey God I do at I place him before myself. I he is in the first place for me. It's not about saying that he is is to do it to act on it. You you can say whatever ever you want to say. But that is not the real is not the truth because you need to do it also act on it and if God call you to do something you can't say I have to wait I have to think about it God I, I maybe do it tomorrow I, I, I don't think I have money for to do it like that you can't say that. You you act on what God call you to do. And it's never evil things. So it's not about kill someone like that. The, what God's business are, the will of God for me, my calling... You maybe have another calling, but for me was the calling to test people and and test people how much faith they have. I understand that today and that's why I do this recording also because now I know that God wanted me to test people how much faith they have because it was today someone was saying to me about Moses that God told him that to that stick he had his stuff he had is in, in hand because Moses asked God what should I tell them uh, who have talking to me uh, and uh, he have this stuff in his hand and and God changed it to be a snake and Moses be frightened and threw it down on the ground and uh, God say take it up and 
Moses took it up. And that was something that hit me today. That Moses, God was not looking like Jesus. He was in the spirit, God, when he was talking to Moses. So Moses didn't see a body. He only heard the voice of God. And he, when God said he should pick up the snake in his tail, and that snake maybe was a poison. I am sure it was a real poison snake. And uh, Moses took it up. And that means that he had faith in something, someone, a God. He had faith in a God that he couldn't see, that was not visible. But he, he had faith in that voice that was talking to him. And he did what the voice told him. So... Uh, that make me understand today that this is what God tests people. It was not what I was thinking, but maybe it was, it's a little about it to help, to help me on my way to be the most poor person. But it is... Uh, at least today is it that have the faith in in me that is talking to you in uh, in this recording in podcast and uh, I tell you what the spirit is talking and uh, what God is coming and what he is saying and you that have that faith like Moses had you understand you understand that this is for real that God is talking to you and the spirit is talking to you all in God's kingdom is talking to us through me because it's hard for them to talk to you because you have most of you have been born into thinking in one way or another about God. That, that is Jesus, that is God, that isn't. Because God is a spirit. And, and that's... I don't know how much more born learning I will get but I think it's not have ended that I got the mark in my forehead I think it's not the end of it it may be more and greater but my vision my own vision is that if some people strong people that can take me into, accept me and take me in a group and uh, I 
I'll t take contact with those spirits uh, and God. I am sure that they are coming down to earth for real. And not only in the spirit, we will see them. They are going to walk here. But as far as no one have accepted me, it will not happen. And you know, if you have listened on my episodes, you know the, the spirits have, have talking about it. That if that there, there is a connection, they are dependent on you like you are dependent on them. It's a relationship. It's not only one side. It's uh, between two parts. So they are dependent on that you want to, to, to hear them. You want to get heaven to come down here on earth and clean up everything that is evil. Let that earth be like heaven here but it it will not be they are not going to do it on their own they need to know that you want them to come forward and and talk and you want to see them and you need them they need to know that it's very important. You, they need to know that you want them to come down on earth. Or else they are not coming. That's, uh, for me, is it very scary. Because I want the best for this planet. I want them to be here on this planet. And not only come and visit when I do the recording. People need to understand that we need to have a real relationship, not with only with God. We need to have a relationship with the whole God's kingdom. Everyone that is in heaven, we need to have a relationship with them. Not everyone in heaven, because those children that is... Those people that is on the meadow, they don't understand. They don't. They want only to to have fun and relax. But those that is in the city, they want us to act, to react, to want them to come and help us. Want want to build heaven on earth so thank you for listening I, I hope I can reach some more people and I need you to help me you have to act or else God doesn't see it as fate you have to share my podcast with, with people it's not a, a ordinary podcast. It's, it's very important for this planet. Share it. Share it. Share it.
act in faith and share it. Don't if you you know if you are shame on the, on me, shame to tell you, tell people that you listen to my podcast. Then God will know it. You don't act in faith. Thank you. God bless you.